We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. I'm Renee and I'm here with my sister, Lauren. Hello, everyone. And we are going to be bringing on a guest today. We have Jody Cohen. She is the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils. And we are going to go into everything you need to know about essential oils today. So we'll make sure we cover the basics and go into some practical ways that you can incorporate the oils into your daily routine and some specific blends on, you know, whether you're looking for help with your mood or brain function or sleep. We go into a couple of recommendations there. Um, she's super sweet. I really enjoyed talking with her. It was a really great episode today. Yeah, she's awesome. And I think all of this information is really timely following the year that we had. It's really great for stress and bringing the body back into balance. I think a lot of people use oils. They're so readily available these days, but I don't think a lot of people really know how to use them or what they're actually doing to the body. We know the skin is the largest organ. So she really is going to go into the science of what you need. And her website is a fantastic resource. So after this episode, definitely check it out. But I learned a lot, really a lot of fascinating information that is going to up my oil game. So it was really a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel more comfortable using oils after listening to her advice. Great. So let me share a little bit more about Jody. So Jody Cohen is a best-selling author, award-winning journalist, and nutritional practitioner. She is the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, where she has combined her training in nutritional therapy and aromatherapy to create unique proprietary blends of organic and wild-crafted essential oils. Her upcoming book, Essential Oils to Heal the Brain and Boost the Body, Five Steps to Calm Anxiety, Sleep Better, Reduce Inflammation, and Regain Control of Health, will introduce readers to the five necessary steps to reduce stressors, energy drains, and return the brain to optimal function. And the book is coming out really soon, and you can actually go online and pre-order it today. So that's very exciting for her. Yes, go get that book, check out her resources, and here she is, Jody Cohen. Let's do it. All right. Welcome, Jody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so happy to have you. Oh my God, it's so fun to be here. Wonderful. So uh, we're really excited to finally have an expert on essential oils. Like I was telling you before we hit record, this might be somewhat of a new topic for people. So we definitely want to cover the basics. You know, how can people start incorporating this today into their life? 
Um, but also want to kick off with your journey because I think your story of how you really discovered the power of essential oils is so incredible. And what you have built with your company, Vibrant Blue Oils, is so awesome. And we definitely want to share with our audience how the oils are different from what you would find just you know on your store shelf. So, so many fun topics. But to kick it off, can you start with your journey on how you got to where you are today? Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Um, it basically started with my own kind of stress low. Uh, my uh, now ex-husband was super, super bipolar and depressed. And it, it was got to the point where I didn't want him to die on my watch. And so I had to move him into kind of a, a residential treatment facility. And the minute I knew he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him alive, it was almost like I had been running a marathon for seven years and I finally crossed the finish line and I just collapsed. I had zero energy. Like my kids were five and seven. I was suddenly a single mom. I had a full-time job. I was the Uber volunteer and I couldn't get out of bed. So everything, I had been practicing nutritional therapy for a couple of years at that point. And so I, I knew, you know, what herbs and supplements were supposed to help, but nothing was helping. And I was really struggling. And finally, a friend said, you know, you have been so high cortisol for so long and cortisol causes gut inflammation. Your gut is probably toast. You need to look at other ways to get remedies into your system, you know, why don't you look at essential oils? And I had just done a huge volunteer effort for them. And they came by with this huge box of essential oils as a thank you gift and said, these will help you because you can either inhale them or topically apply them. So when the gut is challenged, you have to be creative with other pathways to get remedies into the body. And I had been practicing this technique um, called muscle testing. That's a really easy way to assess. I worked a lot with kids, you know, and kids are squirmy and they won't sit still. So it's kind of a way to ask the body questions, which really helps you figure out what remedies are going to return this body to balance. And when the body's in balance, it can heal. So it's just fast and efficient. And I kind of muscle tested the box, you know, like is anything in here going to help my adrenals, which are so exhausted that they're not helping me pump out cortisol for energy. And I got a really strong, yes, you know, people might visualize it's almost like volume, like the volume was like a rock concert in the front row. And I thought, okay, this, this is a good sign. So then I started trying to figure out, well, which, which one oil. And normally I get one or two remedies and I got five and that felt confusing until it occurred to me, oh, you can combine them. So I figured out how many drops of each. I was so new to oils at that point, I literally put it in a shot glass, topically applied it on my low back where the adrenals are the most accessible to the surface and felt like me for the first time in two weeks. I kind of was like, oh my God, I could go running, which had always been my kind of go-to when I didn't feel great, but I was so exhausted. I could barely even walk upstairs, let alone go run. So anyway, I went running, I took a shower, I cleaned the whole house, I did all the laundry, I put it away, I went to the supermarket, I made their favorite meal. I did more in that one day than I had in two weeks. And I thought, okay, that worked. I'm going to keep that one. You know, and um, I was struggling with insomnia at the time. It's, it's not uncommon when your energy levels are off during the day that your sleep cycles are off at night, they're correlated. And so I would get the kids, you know, to sleep. And then I would literally sit there in bed, lie in bed 
watching the clock, like, oh, okay, it's 10.01. Oh, okay, it's 10.30. You know, like kind of praying for sleep, but nothing was happening. And at a certain point, it occurred to me, I wonder if an oil can help with this. You know, I knew it was my pineal gland that's supposed to release melatonin and trigger, you know, the sleep cascade, and that wasn't happening. So went back down to the box, formulated a blend that would balance the pineal gland to release melatonin, drifted off to sleep, woke up kind of feeling better than I had in weeks, and just kept kind of making up my own remedies based on how I knew the physiology of the body worked. And a couple weeks in, I really started feeling like myself again, which was pretty remarkable to my friends that had, you know, gone on this journey with me. And so they were like, wow, what did you do? Can we try it? And it started working for everyone. And at that point, someone said, you should do something with this. And I thought, well, God, you know, it's so obvious. Someone must be doing this. So I went online to see, you know, who who else is doing this that I can refer people to. And I was super surprised by two things. The first was that no one was really looking at oils through the lens of balancing different organ systems and regions of the brain. And the second was that they made it so incredibly complicated. I was actually very grateful that my brain power was so (laughs) offline because if I had started with the research, I would have felt completely unqualified and never tried it. That's amazing. So, uh, you know, finding a practical solution. And I have to say your website is very organized. I love all the testing that you can do. Very easy testing just to determine what might work for you. And then the instructions, the usage guide is so clear. I found, you know, great success just scrolling through for just a few minutes. And just to backtrack a little bit, I love that your journey started with the realization that you couldn't get help from supplements. I think the the supplement industry is cranking out so much money and product and people don't realize that it takes so many enzymatic reactions and pathways to even be able to digest and assimilate nutrients. We're just dumping things into our body, not knowing if anything is working. And then people probably think, oh yeah, it's not working. Oh, supplements are, you know, BS. And they go back to thinking (laughs) they can just get things from food, which is not true. We're skipping the largest organ of the body. It seems so simple, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it can be, I mean, that's what I kind of look at. Like I almost think of it like cogs in the wheel, you know, that whole idea of you need to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. If you're not digesting, absorbing and assimilating your nutrients, it's really hard to get anything in through that pathway, you know, and if you're not sleeping, you're really not kind of, I, I, I actually have narrowed it down to, I think you need to, um, you need to be in the rest and digest parasympathetic branch of the nervous system, which we can talk about. You need to be able to sleep and you need to be able to detoxify garbage in, garbage out. And if those yep. three things are kind of working properly and they do interrelate with each other, then everything else that you do on top of it is going to work better. If they're not working properly, then you can be taking the most expensive supplements in the world, you know, eating the most nutrient dense food. And it's just, it's, it's not um, actually being able to assimilate and, and help you. Yeah. I think those three factors are huge. And I would definitely put sleep at the top of that list. Renee and I talk about sleep all the time. It's funny. You watch people that are not even that healthy, but they can sleep really well. And so it's almost like they're sleeping off their bad habits sometimes. And you can see someone that's doing all the right things, but having trouble sleeping and the equation doesn't work out quite so well. 
No, I, I actually think that's where I always start people is if you're not sleeping, it's impossible to heal. But it's interesting because it is a little bit like these cogs on the wheel that are interrelated, like um, your ability to kind of drop into the healing space in your nervous system. Uh, you know, that calms your heart rate. And if your heart rate's not calm, it's hard to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're, um, if you're not able to detoxify things, then that kind of puts your liver into overdrive and you wake up. So they're, they're interrelated. And so I really try to hit all three at once. And, and that's why I actually love oils because oils not only can, you know, go in through your skin, like we all know that nicotine patches and hormone creams work, you know, your skin is your largest organ and most of what you put on, it gets into your bloodstream in 20 minutes. But we don't, we don't really think of it as a pathway for remedies into the system. And the other thing most people don't realize is uh, your nose, your olfactory channel is the fastest way to get anything into the brain. It's, it's really hard to get remedies into the brain. They can't do chemo on the brain because the molecules are too large to pass mm-hmm. the blood-brain barrier. It needs to be really mm-hmm. small and fat-soluble to actually go through and that's why, you know, we all know that uh, essential fatty acids are great for the brain. It's because they're actually the right size and shape and consistency to get in there. If the ambulance can't get to the accident, the person's going to die, mm-hmm. right? You need right. the remedy to actually get into the right area of your body so that it can work. Yeah. So how do you help people get into that parasympathetic state? Is it mostly with the oils? Yeah. Yeah. So just backing up your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions like breathing, heart rate, digestion, detoxification, anti-inflammation. And that has two branches. It has kind of uh, the gas pedal, the sympathetic branch. If you're in danger, it keeps you alive because it routes blood flow to your arms and your legs. Your heart rate increases, your respiration increases. If it's kind of in the extreme state, it might feel like an anxiety attack. And then the danger passes, you know, the car that was going to change lanes and doesn't see you, you honk or slow down and the emergency's over and your body, the brake kind of sets in, you go back into the parasympathetic branch of your nervous system where blood is routed back to your organs of digestion um, and detoxification, you know, the moving walkway that is your kind of digestive cascade turns back on. So you're not constipated, you can anti-inflame, your immune system turns on. And the on-off switch, the toggle between these two states is your vagus nerve, cranial nerve number 10. It's the longest nerve in your body. Just to geek out for a second, it starts at the back of the neck, kind of connects the brain to the rest of the body, splits, winds around both sides behind the earlobe, and then innervates the face, the larynx, the throat, the heart, the lungs, the stomach, the gallbladder, the pancreas, um, the large intestine, small intestine, every organ of digestion, the spleen. And it's basically the main information highway between your brain and your body, carrying messages both ways. And anything that the vagus nerve innervates, you can use to stimulate it to then turn on your parasympathetic nervous system. So this is what's happening with deep breathing, you know, box breathing. It's what's happening when you're in yoga, the combination of 
breathing and kind of the gentle twists of your body of organs that innervate the vagus nerve, you know, the vagus nerve innervates, you're turning on parasympathetic. So you can use oils to activate the parasympathetic branch of the nervous system. What's interesting is that it, it's only, it's most accessible to the surface, kind of right behind your earlobe. If you feel behind your earlobe, you'll feel that bone. That's your mastoid bone. That's where the vagus nerve is both the most accessible and the thickest. It's kind of the size of a piano cord there. It's much thinner elsewhere in the body. And there's actually a surgical device that you can implant, kind of like a pacemaker. It's, it's two surgeries, actually. It's right behind the earlobe and then lower down where it electrically stimulates your vagus nerve to activate the parasympathetic state. And that's been approved for treatment of epilepsy and depression and is being used for a lot of other treatments. Slightly invasive, you know, you can activate it, you can gargle, you can gag yourself with a tongue depressor, you can splash <laughs> freezing water on your face. I've actually outlined, I'll, I'll give you a link, um, I have 25 different ways that you can activate your parasympathetic nervous system. It's at boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift. So I saw you, a wonderful image, I think, last week at the Parasympathetic Summit. It was oh, so awesome. Oh, the really infographic? Easy. I can share yeah. that with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight things, pick one. Because that's that's the challenge is you get all these great ideas and then you don't implement any of them. You know? And even if you just make one change daily, like, okay, I'm going to use oh, the point with essential oils is you can use a combination of stimulatory oils and apply it right behind the earlobe on that mastoid bone. And that's a really easy, non-invasive way to activate the vagus nerve. I, it's my favorite. I think it's the easiest. It's the easiest to use on kids for yourself. It's pleasant. It's not scary or painful, and it's not hard to remember. Um, but yeah, I, I made that infographic because, you know, it, often you like read a book and you're like, that's a good, those are great ideas. And then you do nothing, you know, like, what did that say? I know. <laughs> Pictures Actually apply it. Yeah. 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 Well, that was my biggest challenge when I would see patients, you know, there are some practitioners that give people like, I swear to God, 40 supplements. That's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. I would kind of try to, oh yeah. That's why I really try to prioritize. Like, we're just going to work on sleep. Here are the three things you're going to do when, you know, when you do that, then we'll move on to the next level. It's like kind of trying to take calculus in kindergarten. You know, you really need to count before you can do bigger yeah. multiplication. Yeah. And when the, okay. the goal is to calm the sympathetic nervous system, you give them a sheet of a thousand things to do. You're just going to create more stress, You're kind of uh, just bonking out there. So. It used to be my joke, like how stressful it was to try, you know, like, oh, just go to the spa. And it's like, yeah, but you know, the laundry still needs to get done. The yeah. house still needs to get clean. <laughs> the to-do list. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't go away just because you're chilling out. <laughs> Yeah. I love simple things like just humming for your vagus nerve, right? That's That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't realize, like a lot of people have like vertigo or tinnitus. Um, The vagus nerve kind of passes behind the eardrum. So things like singing, chanting, humming can all innervate it. But if you have symptoms that are correlated with the ears, it's often some kind of vagus nerve infection or something that's going on there. And that's mm. another reason that I really like oils in particular and clove and lime. You know, I, my favorite practitioners are the ones that um, have an active practice because they notice, you know, symptom clusters and patterns. And um, this one practitioner, Dietrich Klinghart, started to notice that 
95% of his chronically ill patients had what he calls vagus nerve toxicity. There's a Tufts researcher named Michael Van Eckler who also identified this. He calls it the vagus nerve infection hypothesis. But it's this idea that toxins, you know, or um, it's interesting because toxins and pathogens trigger a similar response in the immune system. So it doesn't matter if it's like heavy metal buildup or if it's like a parasite, it causes the same kind of immune response. But toxins can easily get kind of trapped in the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve has a really high affinity for toxicity, especially that point where I showed you kind of right behind the earlobe. Because if you think of an intersection of main highways, um, your jaw has your trigeminal nerve. So all of the toxins from your mouth drain along your jawline and intersect with your vagus nerve right there. So toxins can kind of sit too long and get into the nerve. And that's one reason that I really love this blend of clove and lime because clove has this component, eugenol, which is the most powerful detoxification agent. I think that's why clove was used in dentistry for so many years because it not only numbs the mouth, but it actually helps to deal with any toxicity you know, that you might incur with gum disease or tooth decay or any of those things. So applying it there helps to kind of clear out toxicity, which, you know, can interfere with uh, correct signaling. Hmm. We had a lot of clove around our house growing up. Our dad's a biological dentist, so clove was always number one. Yeah. And I know that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And he still recommends that I know to patients, like if they call in and, you know, there's a a flare up or they have pain or infection, he's like, okay, get some clove oil, use that until you can get to the office kind of thing. That makes a lot Mm -hmm. of sense. Oh yeah. No, it's, it, it's so funny. Like, um, there's so much wisdom with, you know, like the people who've been doing this for a long time. It's exactly that you start to identify like, okay, that worked, you know, and you reverse engineer, I'm going to just keep doing what worked, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. You yeah. are your own best experiment, your own N of one. That's, that's how we do it. Yeah. What's up biohackers. We are doing another giveaway. Thank you so much. If you have already written a review, we are so, so grateful to have your positive feedback. And this really helps us to continue and grow the podcast and share it with a wider audience. So thank you if you've already done that. If you want to be entered into our next giveaway, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and you'll be entered to win either a Keon or a Four Sigmatic gift card that is your choice. And then we're going to announce the winner on Tuesday, March 30th. So make sure to tune in on that day to find out if you are our lucky winner. So again, leave a review by Friday, March 19th. And then we're going to announce on Tuesday, March 30th. And if you haven't noticed, we are releasing our podcast on Tuesdays now. That is our new day. So tune in on Tuesday. Thank you again so much for your feedback. We love you. We love you. And we are going to just keep growing this mission and spread it to the world. We cannot do it without you. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to the toxicity issue. So when there are toxins, I, get, I don't know what the right term is, attacking the vagus nerve or in the vagus nerve. It's it's basically, think of it like, you know, the pool is dirty and the pool cleaner hasn't come. So it just kind of sits too long and it can start okay. to, you know, like mold or mildew or affect other things. It's basically yeah. stagnation. You know, the the toxins are are stagnant and they're not moving. And so the things that you can do, like I love oil pulling, you know, just um, I actually love to add 
peppermint oil to um, coconut oil and just swish it around your mouth for like 10 minutes. And, yeah. you know, okay. it's much better. With, it tastes much better with the peppermint. Than just oh, like, significantly yeah. better. Yeah. And it makes it more tolerable. So you're more likely to do it. Um, Wellness Mama, Katie Wells has a good recipe. It's like a half a cup of um, coconut oil and then I think 30 drops of peppermint oil. And she puts them in those little candy bins and then you just put it in the refrigerator and it kind of fits into that mold. So it makes it really easy to pop in the mouth. But what's nice is that fat attracts fat and a lot of these pathogens are fat-based. And so you can use the oil to kind of pull the toxins out of the gum line and between the teeth and it just kind of traps them in the solution and then you spit it out. Yeah, that's a great hack. And are these pathogens kind of driving the body to be in more of a sympathetic state? Yeah, yeah. What happens, it's a little bit of a vicious cycle because when you're stuck in sympathetic and it's not just physical stressors, it can be mental or emotional stressors. You could be worried about your health, you know, your, the economy, your relationships, uh, global politics. I mean, there's so many things that your body doesn't really differentiate between anticipatory stress and physical stress because anticipatory stress can keep us alive. So if you're, um, you know, like election night was very anxiety provoking for a lot of people and it's, you're, you're totally not in physical danger, but you start projecting if this person wins, does that mean this? If this person wins, does that mean that? And so you just kind of get stuck in that overdrive. And when that happens, your immune system shuts down because your sympathetic branch of your nervous system prioritizes survival. So everything that's not relevant to immediate survival, anti-inflaming, immune function, detoxification, even the ability to connect with your loved ones. Like one thing that happens when you're in sympathetic is that your pupils, the black part of your eyes, dilate. You get these big black saucers and that allows you to take in more light and make those kind of immediate survival choices. But if you're ever trying to have an important conversation with someone in your life and you notice that their pupils are really big, they're not going to be able to hear you because they're really stuck in that fight or flight state. You know, when my kids were little, um, our pediatrician used to say, connect before you correct. You know, you're at the playground, your kid throws sand at the other little kid. You don't yell at them right there. You scoop them up, you sit on the bench, you kind of calm them down. And then when their pupils are small, you say like, okay, that that's not okay behavior. If you're going to do that, we have to leave that kind of thing because they can hear you when they're calmer. So that's because you're in the parasympathetic state of the nervous system. So when you're sympathetic, you kind of, your immune system gets shut off. So these chronic infections can kind of run rampant under the surface and proliferate. And then also toxicity and um, infections can set off the vagus nerve. It's, it's this weird cycle um, called cell danger response, kind of sickness response. Like if there's a undetected small infection in your vagus nerve, it's sending the signal to your body that you're sick. So what happens when you're sick? You want to kind of conserve your energy. You don't want to move that much so that you can heal. So you get tired, right? Chronic fatigue syndrome. You have pain, so you don't move. Fibromyalgia. You um, are sensitive to more things so that you don't take things in, multi-chemical sensitivity. So there's a lot of correlation that kind of an underlying infection in the vagus nerve sends this chronic cell danger response out to the body and presents as these symptoms. 
you know, so if you can kind of fix the vagus nerve and fix communication, these symptoms go away. So this is really important, not just on election night, but I think all of 2020, we've been in this fear response. Our amygdalas have been hijacked from the beginning of the year, right? And it really hasn't gone away. And we know just from watching the media constantly and living in this state of unknown anxiety, stress, like the amygdala is going to take over and that's going to push you to a sympathetic state as well. So can you talk about some ways to bring yourself back into balance. I I know you have a lot of protocols, not just with the oils, but in tandem with the oils. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So amygdala is the part of your brain that's kind of the danger response. You know, if you're walking in the woods and you think you see a snake, you're going to jump back automatically. That's your amygdala. And then your amygdala kind of works with your prefrontal cortex, the area behind your forehead. That's kind of your executive function center. It helps you focus. It helps you make decisions. And back to the snake example, the amygdala thinks it sees a snake. It checks in with the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex says, actually, that's a stick. You're fine. You (laughs) calm down. You keep going. And that connection and that ability to access your prefrontal cortex is really important for so many things because kind of diminished function of the prefrontal cortex is correlated with depression. Overactivation of the amygdala is correlated with anxiety. So what you really want to do is move the energy into the prefrontal cortex. The more you can kind of activate that area of the brain, the more you kind of calm depression and anxiety. And what's interesting is that your nose, your olfactory channel, is the fastest route to your prefrontal cortex. Literally, both nose channels go kind of right there. And that's why there's this whole area of um, chiropractic called functional neurology, where they're trying to ascertain what area is overactivated, what area is underactivated, and kind of stimulate the weaker areas. And they use oils both through inhalation and topically applying to kind of send energy and stimulus to those areas of the brain. A really good um, panic attack hack is if you're having an anxiety attack, that is the right frontal hemisphere of your brain that's overactive. The right and left hemisphere do different things. The way to kind of balance these symptoms is to balance the hemispheres. So if your right frontal lobe is overactivating, what you want to do is stimulate your left frontal lobe. The easiest way to do some, that is to smell something through your left nostril. So just like you know, in yoga, ujjayi breathing, take your right thumb, kind of plug your right nostril and smell something. It could be any oil in your house. You know, essential oils are in the peel of the citrus fruit. You can peel, you know, tangerine and smell a tangerine. Anything that you can do to kind of smell through your left nostril will then activate your left frontal lobe which will then balance the right frontal lobe and the anxiety will immediately dissipate. That's amazing. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this year I've had so many friends reach out to me that have never had anxiety before and now they're experiencing it and they're like, what do I do? Um, So that's an amazing hack you can do right away. And is is there a specific oil that would be best for that if someone wanted to buy one and have it on hand? You know, the easiest ones to start with, like my blends are are more complicated. We can talk about that. For my blends, I use parasympathetic or adrenal. But if you just want to go in your supermarket, just buy lavender or orange. Orange is actually a really good one for a lot of things. And and most people like the way it smells, including kids. All of the citrus uh, blends have kind of 
antidepressant qualities and calming qualities. Some of them are, are very expensive, like neroli and bergamot. Orange is like the cheaper cousin, but just as effective. So if you're just mm-hmm. testing this out, you're not quite sure, you don't want to spend a fortune, I would honestly start with orange. Great. I think citrus is my most used oil. That's the one that sits on the countertop and travels with me. And I love yeah. it just smelling it first thing in the morning to get like a little brain boost. It really kind of wakes me up. It's a nice refresher. Citrus oils are really amazing. Yeah, they can be really powerful for brain boost, for focus, for mood, you know, for happiness quotient. And they have a lot of really powerful qualities. Like a lot of them contain this constituent called D-limonene, which, you know, you were talking about kind of all of the chemical reactions that need to occur. It helps to boost glutathione, which helps you to uh, detoxify and take the garbage out. So it, it does a lot of things. So cool. So there's multiple ways to use the oils. You just said, so you can inhale it, you can put it on your skin, you can put it in the diffuser. I believe some you can even take like in a capsule. Can you explain maybe the benefits of each? Yeah. There are many ways to use them. The the ways that you go through them the fastest are diffusing and ingesting. And Mm. because I'm kind of... um, I don't know. I I like to be more efficient. I think that topically applying or just smelling them from the bottle makes it last longer and is as effective. If you're going to look at how you could possibly hurt yourself, ingesting, you know, there's a lot of research that certain oils like oregano and thyme are actually fantastic for biofilms and parasites and all of these things. You know, you have to be really careful when you kill things because you can kill the good along with the bad. So even though I, I have seen research that it works, I would be very careful. I would never tell anyone like take oregano as a pill because you can cause some damage. If you're working with a practitioner that knows what they're doing, absolutely. But you know that's not a do it your home at home thing. And so I just I'm very cautious. I think that topically applying and inhaling are more effective than ingesting. So that's really why I go that route. With diffusing, you also need to be careful you know, cause it's powerful and some people have it going all day long. That would be like popping an aspirin every five minutes. You know, I think that like 20 minutes twice a day is really all you need. You d- it doesn't need to be 24 seven. Interesting. Yeah. Good I have know. seen people that just have it on all day long because it makes the home smell nice or you walk yeah. into like a, a sauna or a wellness center yeah. and it's just all day long. I guess if you're coming and going, that's okay. But for the people that are there all day long, is that overstimulation? It can be. I mean, you know, some people love it. The only thing that I would advise, you know, it's really interesting. Toxins are anything that the body can't eliminate. So like rat poison is really vitamin D because they can't detoxify it. Um, You know, for humans, it's metals that we struggle to detoxify with. Cats have a harder time kind of eliminating oils. So if you have a cat in your house, just be careful about diffusing, you know? I, I really do. One of, one of my kind of core guiding principles is this idea of tapping into your own intuition. Cause I think, um, you know, so often that goes offline. I'm, I'm actually reading this great book. It's called radical remission. This one, Kelly Turner looked at all these cases of people who were told they were going to die in like a month and they completely cured themselves of cancer. And there were nine things that they all had in common, you know, and one of them, some of them like, you know, supplements and eating right, you'd expect, But the thing that I thought was interesting is that they all listen to their own intuition. You know, the doctor said, you have to do this particular treatment. And they thought, well, maybe, but let me get a second opinion, you know, and just really trusting themselves. And that's one thing I love about oils. If it smells good to you, it's probably good for you. You know, you crave 
chocolate when you need magnesium, you crave a hamburger when you need iron. If orange smells delicious to you, that's a great choice. You know, and sometimes they'll come and go like um, frankincense sometimes smells amazing and sometimes is not so amazing. So I just, I really want to encourage people to trust themselves. Yeah, Yeah. that's really great advice. It's really like the intuitive eating that we just absolutely love. I think if you can tap into that, it's magical. Especially if it's a clean source, right? I would love for you to go into the sourcing of your your oils, but you know, you, you smell like a really crappy chemical laden candle and maybe that's yeah. addicting for a few minutes, but over time, like your senses get overstimulated and it's really toxic. I think that's the same with oils. Something that's maybe not as clean could smell good up front, but I think over time it's probably going to wear on you. Whereas like a very clean processed, sorry, unprocessed oil is going to be much uh, more pure experience. Hey, biohackers, Renee here. The truth is people age at different speeds. The date that marks your birthday doesn't necessarily reflect your body's biological age, your inner age. Learning your biological age may seem daunting, but inner age is more than just a simple measurement. It's the starting point for you to take control of your health and wellness journey. Inside Tracker is a personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and now fitness trackers to help you optimize your performance from the inside out. First, They analyze your body's biomarker data to offer you a clear picture of what's going on inside you. Then they provide science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes and track your progress every step of the way. Transforming your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed recommendations you need to reach your goals. Take advantage of our amazing partnership with Inside Tracker and get 25% off. Just go to insidetracker.com slash biohackerbabes. We will also put this link in the show notes for today's episode. Yeah, I see a lot of fear-based marketing in the oil industry, and that makes me a little sad because the reality is, you know, peppermint's a weed. <laughs> they don't necessarily need to make it synthetically. What's much more concerning to me is the use of pesticides. Like I really think it's important to try to find an organic oil because oils are highly concentrated essence of the plant. So if it's been sprayed with pesticide and you're concentrating it, you have highly concentrated pesticides. So, you know, look for um, the the cleanest version that you can find. So organic, organic free. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I really hold myself to, to the standard of is everything's either wild crafted, you know, grown in areas where they don't spray pesticides like the woods or, um, organic. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. I would love to circle back to, um, sleep and brain health. I mean, you're definitely an expert in this area and, um, we're big fans of talking about sleep. So can you share, really what's happening during sleep as far as like the brain detoxifying and what we can be doing to support that process? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Most people don't realize that the brain cleans house when you're sleeping, you know, when you're awake, it needs to be functioning and alert, but when you sleep, it actually shrinks by as much as 60%. And there's this kind of car wash mechanism. It's your glial cells, which are brain cells in combination with your lymphatic system called the um, lymphatic system. And it goes through and kind of cleans, you know, the debris, basically the metabolic waste and then any toxins that are in place. Um, And then it drains down the sides of the neck. The neck is a really big intersection. Think of it like the middle row in the airplane, right? You know, you've got your structure, your bones, your lymphatic system, your veins, your vagus nerve, 
your muscles, all of these things, if they're congested or stagnant, can kind of bump into each other. So I think the root of dementia and all these brain-related ailments is poor sleep and poor drainage down the neck. So either you're not sleeping, so the brain can never turn off you know, and shrink, and you're not getting that kind of cleaning action, or you are, but your neck is so congested that things aren't flowing down the channels of your neck and leaving your body. And so that's one area where oils, especially topically applied oils, are really valuable because one of the things oils do is they help to kind of dilate the vasculature, the lymph, like making a bigger opening so that more fluid can flow. And they also help with directionality. You know, toxins leave the body, they go from the cell to the lymph, to the blood, to the liver, to the gallbladder, to the gut, to the toilet, ideally. At any point along that chain, they can get, um, there can be stagnation, there can be a bottleneck, think of an accident on the freeway, you know, it might be a mile ahead, but you're backed up because we're kind of a hydraulic system and we're supposed to drain downward. So there are definitely supplements that are fabulous for this, but especially for lymph and blood flow, I think oils are the most effective tool to kind of add into that mix, you know, take a binder so that the toxins are grabbed in the gut and actually leave the body in the toilet, support the liver with like dandelion root or milk thistle, but definitely use oils to kind of help as part of the mix to make sure that the garbage leaves your body. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So circling back to like, is there a specific oil for for lymphatic or sleep? Yeah, we have both. We have, it's really interesting because your pineal gland is the endocrine gland that releases melatonin in response to light. It's actually kind of right in the middle of your brain, right between your eyes. So it can gauge light effectively, but there are a lot of environmental toxicants like um, fluoride in the water, like glyphosate that kind of calcify and impede the pineal gland from really doing its job. And that's, that's one of the biggest challenges with health today. You know, because if the pineal gland isn't releasing melatonin, you're not actually getting melatonin. And in addition to being great for sleep, melatonin helps with detoxification. It's an amazing antioxidant. You know, they're finding with COVID that people that have optimal levels of melatonin are faring better. They think that might be why children um, are immune to it. You know, and it's interesting, like if, if anyone who's had a child, melatonin rhythms are kind of a hot mess for those first three months. They really kick in and synthesize at month three, which is why your baby has no idea if it's night or day and means you don't get any sleep. But then, and then in the teenage years, they shift again. And that's why kids stay up later. And then as you get older, they decline. So what you can do, you know, it's a little bit like, um, you know, at a certain age, women are told to weight lift to like maintain their bone density. You know, the more you can trigger the pineal gland to naturally release melatonin and to help to um, decalcify the pineal gland by, you know, helping with uh, flow and, and vasculature and also, you know, oils have some chelation properties it really helps to um, make the system continue to work properly. So we, we have a blend called circadian rhythm that you can apply kind of around the head. Like the pineal gland, remember, is right in the center. So you would put it on the, the very top of your head. Then on, on the very back of your head, you can kind of feel that little indent. And then just on the skin above your ears, I don't tell people to put it on their um, forehead because some people just don't like oil on their skin, especially if they're sleeping. If, if you don't want to topically apply it that way, you can smell it. And what it does is it 
kind of shifts the pineal gland into balance so that it naturally releases melatonin and that circadian rhythm cycle kind of naturally flows. That's so awesome. Yeah. So if anyone listening hasn't read our jet lag ebook, we talk about this oil. It's super important because we're all about resetting the circadian rhythm. So Jody, that's really incredible to have that extra boost um, to stimulate that action. Really awesome. Any other oils that are really exciting to you that are, I don't know. Yeah, I love, <laughs> yeah, I love, we have a circulation blend that I find it's so fascinating because circulation is so important with energy levels, right? You know, like our, if, if you're someone like me, I have Hashimoto's, so my hands and my feet get cold. The extremities, it's harder to pump blood to the extremities and your brain is an extremity and it's fighting against gravity to get blood in there. So anything that mm-hmm. you can do to kind of expand, vasodilate, make your veins larger, you know, and cypress is a great one. It's in our circulation blend. So that helps to open the vasculature. So you get more um, blood flow to the brain and you can focus better. Like honestly, whenever I have to write a blog or really hyper focus, I put a little bit on the back of my head and that helps or I smell it because that's another thing. I, um, I tend to run anxious anyway. So I'm a really good, um, you know, crash test dummy for all my anxiety products (laughs) because I I can tell when, when they work. But one of the things that's, that's been really interesting and surprising to me, you know, we talked about amygdala hijack and how the amygdala works with the prefrontal cortex. I've noticed that when you're able to calm your anxiety, you're better able to focus and you're more productive at work because I think that the anxiety is almost like background noise that interferes with your ability to really focus. So smelling, I have a blend called Focus, you know, peppermint and rosemary, the oils they always talk about for concentration. And they're they're totally fine, they're good. But I've been noticing this circulation blend and, and cypress in particular, when I smell it before I have to focus on something, I think it enhances blood flow to the frontal cortex and somehow helps to kind of diminish or calm the anxiety. And so not only am I able to get more done, but I feel less anxious doing it. Mm, that's great. It's a great tip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've definitely noticed I get brain fog when I'm stressed or anxious. I yeah. Mean, it's like within minutes. And for years, I didn't know why I was getting the brain fog. And finally, when I tied it back to, oh, it, it only happens when I get stressed out. Hmm. <laughs> um, and so I've actually been using the parasympathetic oil and I just do some deep breathing when that happens. And it's great. Yeah. I use the parasympathetic. Honestly, I, I was that election night. I, I don't think I've bitten my nails since I was like in junior high and I noticed I was starting and I'm like, Oh God, this oh, is no. bad. So, get the oil, get the oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I do try to tell people, I mean, honestly, like for that kind of moment, you can apply it often, like every 20 minutes, but you know, if people, we were talking about like just one takeaway, if you try the parasympathetic oil, and you just apply it before meals so that it kind of turns on your digestion and all of the food and nutrients and supplements are better absorbed and assimilated, that will make a big difference. Right. But still make sure you're chewing and breathing too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the <laughs> There's no magic pill, but I think this is just such a great opening and pathway to enhance everything. It, to me, it's like primer on the wall before you paint, right? It just makes oh, everything cool. go on smoother, last longer, you know, work better. Yeah, I love that. Great analogy. Thank you. So I think um, 
We will send everyone to your website because I think the questionnaires on there are super helpful. If you don't know where to start, you can take an easy test and just fill out physiological symptoms that can help guide you in the right direction of where to start. But I love that you have these synergistic combinations that really kind of simplify. So it, you know, instead of walking to the grocery store and seeing a wall of a hundred oils, you really have narrowed it down and you're creating practical solutions, which I think is really awesome. Well, and, and all the things that we talked about, I really tried to delineate. I have a book coming out March 16th, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body. And you can get more information. You can actually download a, a free bonus chapter at boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift. And I go into not only detail on how all of these work, but I share the recipes so that if any of your listeners are already fluent in oils and really in love with whatever company they buy them from, they can get them there. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and congratulations on the book coming out soon. That's really exciting. I know. I'm, I am really excited. It's funny. Um, we just did a parasympathetic summit at, you know, that th- these things, like I started writing the book over a year ago and you have no idea what the world's going to look like when things kind of come to fruition. But if, you know, for anyone who's listening, who might not normally feel anxious and they just don't really know how to calm themselves, anything you can do to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system, that will, it's literally like like shifting gears on a bike. You know, you're going into the heel, you're in high gear. It's really hard. You downshift and suddenly it's manageable. It just can make a big difference in your day-to-day mood and emotional mindset. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Jody, I know you have to run. You have a busy day ahead, but before we let you go, um, can you just share maybe one final piece of advice? I know you've thrown out a lot today, but maybe just one big takeaway that people can start doing today. Yeah. I think, you know, I guess the one thing I will say is we really can't control so many things in the world, but we can control how we respond to them. We always have, you know, um, Viktor Frankl, who is a Holocaust survivor, had this great quote, between the stimulus and the response, there is that pause. And so I guess as you're moving through this day, you know, There might be things that pop up that are are hard for you, but I just want to encourage everyone to take kind of that parasympathetic pause, be it, you know, even if you don't have an oil, just take your fingers and kind of massage that point behind your earlobe and just, you know, like you see a triggering post online, pause. Someone says something to you that hurts your feelings, pause. You know, the person driving next to you is cutting you off, pause. Just know that you get to control how you respond. And that is an enormous amount of power. A hundred percent. I think that's great advice for everyone this year. Yeah. Take the pause. Wonderful. Well, Jody, thank you so much for sharing this amazing information with everyone today. We are so grateful to have you and would love to connect soon and can't wait for your book to come out. Oh my God. I know this was so fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thank you so much, much, Jody. And thanks for everyone that tuned in today. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Biohacking.